Capital Market Insights from ICMA. Hi, everyone, and thank you for listening in. I'm Rebecca Bray, the representative for the Nordic region for the ICMA Women's Network. Today, I'm here with Christian Tina Gunnarsdottir, the head of strategy and sustainability for Eastlands Banki. We're here to discuss Eastlands Banki's sustainable financing framework, as well as the future of sustainable financing more broadly. Eastlands Banki was the first bank in Iceland to establish a sustainable financing framework. Christian, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me, Rebecca. So why don't we kick it off just with a little bit of introduction into this framework and in general, uh, could you just tell us a little bit about Eastlands Banki's approach to sustainability? Absolutely. So our approach to sustainability, we usually describe it as being twofold. So we want to be a model of exemplary operations. So focusing on our own performance on ESG. And then secondly, we also want to work with our customers uh, and go beyond our own footprint. So support the customers on their own sustainability journeys. And the relationship between those two is that we feel like we cannot ask of our clients that they change and take sustainability into account if we are not uh, leading the way ourselves. So that is why we're focusing very much on both. It's also worth mentioning that since we are a relatively small bank of only 700 employees, our approach is very much that we reach the most impact by embedding sustainability into our DNA rather than having a a sustainability office centrally, because that will never be that many people. So we feel that is one of the most important aspects for us. Thanks for that introduction. I love the fact that you say that sustainability is completely integrated into your uh, into your setup as an organization, and also the, the, the focus that you have on your customers and uh, practicing what you preach, if you will. That sounds like a, a very smart approach. So when we look at sustainable financing in general, especially with focus on the S of ESG, so socially impactful financing, as you know, that can be so difficult to to measure and report on it, which is one of the big challenges of increasing the focus on uh, on social financing. So one one good example of that is the the area of diversity and inclusion. So I was wondering, how has Eastlands Banky approached this challenge uh, within your sustainability strategy? Mm. So we have issued a sustainable financing framework and we did so in the fall of 2020. So it's uh, soon going to be two years old and so many things have happened since then. So it's actually interesting looking back. But when we established the framework, we defined 18 asset types or categories. Half of them are green, three of them are blue because uh, being an island and very reliant uh, on the ocean, that that is very important for us. And then six are social categories or or red. And one of them is exactly as you referred to, equality and empowerment. Um, And for us, uh, it wasn't easy. We were looking at the IGMA green bond principles and the social bond principles, uh, the version from 2020 a lot. And we have a sustainalytics certification or second uh, third party opinion and uh, in terms of equality diversity the way it is defined is to look both at the management level and the ownership so we're only looking at SMEs so corporates or customers that are defined as uh, small and medium-sized enterprises and and those are the criteria that we look at. Okay no thanks for that additional additional context Maybe we can also tie that to um, an event that uh, that 
I, you and I both recently participated in. So, so we joined a UN uh, women-hosted Nordic Roundtable uh, where we, we discussed this topic specifically. So the need for more bond issuance that has a specific focus on gender equality and you know, tying in more generally to diversity and inclusion. So, you know, in addition to the setup that you already have for your sustainable financing framework, where you have incorporated this um, diversity and inclusion focus, I just wanted to ask you, what were the main takeaways for you from this roundtable discussion? Um, and were there any insights that you gained that, um, that you think you could take back and apply to Eastlands Banking moving forward? Mm -hmm. So I, I think there may be a biggest takeaway is that uh, gender bonds or diversity and equality lending are pretty much what green bonds were two or three years ago. So there's still, even if the new publication and new guidelines are very useful, we are still at a point where investors have a preference for green assets and green bonds, and where we all feel a little bit... Uh, I wouldn't say maybe uncomfortable, but we're all looking for, okay, how do we make the true impact that we're trying to achieve? Uh, I think the word pinkwashing was mentioned in the podcast. It's the first time I heard that. And I think it's uh, interesting as a uh, reference to greenwashing. Um, and I think there, the solutions that we discussed were like, for example, transparency, just explain very well how you are approaching things and stick to the standards as much as possible because that's what helps us uh, communicate and, and think about the same things uh, when we say the same words. But I think we also, in terms of uh, diversity and inclusion, as we need in uh, the space of green bonds, we need to be humble and willing to adjust course uh, as we learn and, and gain more information. So, so I think we're still kind of uh, figuring out things, but uh, it doesn't mean that we should not be taking steps and, and being brave to try to include those things in uh, our financial frameworks. Yeah, thanks, Christian. I uh, fully agree with your, with your takeaways from that event. I think one takeaway from my side was just a, a clear awareness that this is such an untapped area for many institutions, uh, both on the, on the public and the private side. Um, so it's just very important that we uh, start by having dialogues and, and for those of us who have successfully managed to incorporate this into our sustainability strategies, it's, it's great that, um, that we can share how we have uh, succeeded in that approach. So lots of work to do. I, I fully agree. Uh, we're just at the start of that journey. So as a, as a final question to you, just looking towards the future for Eastlands Banky, what, what do you think are the biggest opportunities for you to increase focus or, or develop your sustainability strategy? And, and as you said, that was, uh, that was something that was put into place, uh, your framework two years ago. So, um, so what would be next for you? So I think uh, staying on the topic of gender, like our focus has historically been very much on our own workplace and employees. And we have been trying to move the focus more towards our products and services and how we can use them to uh, empower minority groups. So, so I think that will be one of the trends. And, and even if we are leading in many ways in the Nordics in that respect, we still have some areas where more room uh, is for improvement. Um, but I, very generally, like looking at sustainability, I also think uh, nature and circular economy are very exciting topics and something that we have maybe been putting less emphasis on historically. So, so there we are still learning. And, and I think that might be very interesting things to incorporate more 
explicitly into our sustainable financing framework and, and funding opportunities. That sounds really interesting and sounds like you've got uh, an exciting journey ahead. So with that, uh, Christian, thank you so much for, for joining and, and uh, sharing a little bit about Eastlands Banking's sustainability financing framework. And thank you for everybody who has listened. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.